0: So I took the baby, tossed it matter-of-factly, and proceeded to lock the door and leave. When I awoke, I forgot about the dream, but the Holy Spirit brought it back to my remembrance. And this is what was spoken about the dream. Long story short, the person who handed me the dead baby, which left before me, was someone who has proven themselves to be a thief and a liar. Basically, I would liken them to a child of darkness. So in the dream, he represented Satan. Him leaving my house and my locking the door behind us means I didn't trust him to stay while I was gone and represents my disconnecting all ties with him as I had already done in real life. The dead baby represented a dream being killed or at least giving me a false belief that a dream or a promise that God had given me was dead. Basically due to this person's actions like in... 1 Kings chapter 3, 16-28, and the story of the two harlots, when the one woman switched the other woman's live baby for her dead one, in an effort to convince the woman, she rolled over and killed her baby, when this wasn't true. Again, I didn't accept what this family member was saying about my dream, promise. That's why I tossed it and kept going, not giving it a second thought. This person, family member, had also betrayed me years prior to having this dream. This is why I have nothing to do with this person. So, why was this warning coming in a dream when I had already cut this person out of my life? God was alerting me to what this person's true intention was all along, and that, just like in the dream, I allowed this person to get close to me again, as in I let him in my house. God was warning me that in the future I may be tempted to allow this person back into my life. God is warning me that this person's true nature is that of a child of darkness, and the lust of his father he shall do. So I am not to believe him nor accept him back into my inner circle. In essence, if I do, he will attempt again to kill the promise God has given unto me. Prophetic Word This is another way that God has revealed things, warnings to me. These are proclamations that were spoken to me that cause a tug in my spirit. It was by this that I understood this was a foretelling of things to come. An example of this is what came by Jesus Christ when he revealed to his disciples things concerning his death on the cross. Matthew 16:21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and be raised again the third day. I have received prophetic word from supposed people of God, songs, movies, I have had God use my enemies, friends and family, but there have been times that God has used complete strangers on the street to tell me something in such a way that I had no doubt the message came from Him. In other words, God can speak to you via various avenues, so you have to be open to hearing from Him. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Here is one such instance. One day, I was sitting somewhere just before an appointment I had, and I opened my Bible to read as a way to comfort me, as it was a very stressful time in my life and a stressful situation I was about to encounter. When I opened my Bible, my attention was drawn to this verse, Luke twelve eleven, And when they bring you unto the synagogues, and unto the magistrates, and powers, take ye no thought how or what thing ye shall answer, or what ye shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. God was revealing to me, through his word, that in the very place where this verse was given, where I sat, the foundation was being laid for me to be betrayed, in the same manner as it was done to Jesus. People that I trusted, those of my mother's womb, were about to turn on me, gathering together with higher ups to lie on me because of jealousy and envy and greed. But in the months to follow, in the midst of my being delivered up, God continued to speak to me concerning things to come, mostly concerning what was going to happen to those who was behind the betrayal. One such day he gave me. Isaiah fifty-four fifteen. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Another such avenue God has used to warn me was nature. It was a beautiful summer day. I was in my yard doing some maintenance, and I was looking at this tree. It was very pretty and lush, but as I looked at it, God began to speak to me. He said, Kimberly. Do you see the trunk of that tree? He said, See all those arms growing out of it? He went on to say, Remember the tree that used to be there? How big and tall it had grown to the point of being out of control? And someone had to be paid to cut it down. So since it had been cut just a trunk, these arms have sprouted and each has gotten bigger and bigger. He said, So remember what manner of tree it was turning your attention to James 1 24. for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was because before you know it each arm will be as that one arm and just like the first you won't be able to cut it down and imagine the destruction it can cause in the meantime so I heeded the warning as pretty As the tree looked now in its dwarf state, in a few years it would be a monster, worse than its predecessor. So even though it hurt my heart to do so because the tree was so big and beautiful and I have a fondness for trees, I heeded this morning and began cutting that tree and will continue to until it's at a point where it doesn't have a chance to grow again. Fixing your attention on something. John 13 and 7 Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. On this particular day, I went to the bank near my house. I parked in the lot and went in for a quick transaction at the ATM and came on out. As I approached my truck, I saw that an open car carrier had parked next to it. As I got closer, my gait began to slow, and I got a sick feeling, because I noticed that on the carrier were only vehicles that had clearly been in accidents. One of those vehicles was a black hybrid SUV, and it had a lot of front-end damage. I knew this wasn't a coincidence, and I knew God was bringing this to my attention for a reason. This was something straight out of the movie, Final Destination. So as I was getting in my vehicle, I began to rebuke and ban the enemy, pleading the blood of Jesus over my vehicle, myself and my sister who was with me. It also so happens my truck is the shade of red, much like blood, and since the beginning I have said the color is indicative of it being blood covered. I proceeded to leave the lot on my way home keeping these things to myself and not speaking them to my sister the bank only being a hop skip and a jump from my house we were moments from our destination however stopped at a red light we were rear-ended the vehicle hit us so hard we were knocked a couple of feet ahead almost hitting the car in front of us as I got out to assess the damage all I could say was oh god because I just knew this was bad However, when I went to look, I saw that the person that hit me was driving a black hybrid SUV, and it took on so much front-end damage, I forgot to even look at my car. The hood of her car was crumpled up, pieces of her vehicle, as well as various types of vehicle fluid, was all over the street. Her vehicle was rendered immobile, and it had to be towed. My vehicle, however, barely had any damage, and what damage it had was only to the bumper. God turning my focus to that carrier was a warning, alerting me to immediately go into intercessory prayer. Things worked out that my sister, myself, and my vehicle were were protected from what could have been a lot worse. It was also not lost on me that on the carrier was a vehicle that looked like the one that hit me, and the damage it took on was similar to what happened to the other driver's vehicle. But there wasn't a vehicle on that carrier that even resembled mine. God was letting me know it was going Going to be well with my car afterwards but the offender would need to be carried away just like the car on this carrier did praise jesus these are just some of the ways god has given me warning some i heeded and some i didn't out of ignorance so in that it was also a warning you know the proverb which says ignorance is bliss in other words if you do not know about something you don't have to worry about it well how's this for a proverb let's read proverbs 4 7 KJV wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding I can amen to that because over the years I've come to discover that as my mother often says ignorance is in bliss and oftentimes it can be dangerous and even deadly therefore let's also remember Hosea 4 and 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. That thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. And Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for? The joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. Be sure to join us for part two of this two-part series entitled, Danger Will Robinson, Part 2. Here Comes Satan.